The Iceman cometh. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. In this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. Yo, 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 Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Welcome back to the Half and Half podcast, episode 110, I think, maybe, maybe. Nice, nice. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, wow, wait, wait. Next episode is going to have such a satisfying number in front of it. It is, the 111. Ooh, that's going to be nice. A palindrome number. Oh, my God, that's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, but anyway... uh, Yes, episode 110. Welcome back. Thank you for the support on the uh, last episode. That one did particularly well. So mm-hmm. shout out to y'all. Uh, one of my favorite titles in a recent... Uh, yeah, what was the title again? Uh, I, I, from I laughed College Dropout to Putin's Mommy. That's right. <laughs> you know, actually, um, Macro Dosing PFT's uh, podcast with Arian Foster. Mm-hmm. They, they just released the Vladimir Putin episode. Uh, they had a really good title, too. Do you want to know it? What was it? Call her Vladdy. Ooh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that that's a good, good one. Yeah, but yeah, thank, thanks for the support on the last episode. We appreciate it. And of mm-hmm. course, I'm joined by, as you've already heard, the co-host of the Half and Half podcast, Aiden Mangan. Aiden, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Um, you know, work's going pretty well. Nice. Uh, life yeah. is pretty good. Uh, Special shout out, happy birthday to Larry Mangan, which that was yesterday. Um, happy birthday, Larry. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday. Uh, I, I, I would say I hope it was a good one, but I was there and I saw you celebrate it. it seems like was it a good one, time. though? Was it a it good seems one? like it was a good one. I mean, I, I, I got an Elden Ring, so I think like it's going to be a good one. So. Well, really, I, I sent him 60 bucks over Venmo because I couldn't figure out how to buy something on Steam because I'm like an old man, apparently. <laughs> And uh, I, I was just like, here's 60 bucks. Go buy Elden Ring. <laughs> Go buy yourself. Can't wait, I can't wait for Lindsay to hit you up and be like, why the hell did you do that? I haven't seen it in three weeks. <laughs> I was thinking about that, honestly. I was like, because literally like um, me and him were talking about it, And I kind of agree with like what you're saying is like Elden Ring looks so good that it was like making him nauseous. Just being like, this looks so good and I don't have it yet. Yeah, like <laughs> even me, like I'm not. Like, I like video games quite a bit, yeah. but, like, I'm not, like, the Dark Souls style of game has never been something I've dipped my toes into before, yeah. and even I'm just like, man, this looks, like, fun, even if it does, even if you do, like, regularly get your ass kicked. Dude, I struggle with, like, Mario Odyssey. Like, it's not gonna, like, I'm not gonna do well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I did pretty good at the uh, Arkham games uh, for Batman on, like, mm-hmm. a, not, like, the hardest difficulty, but on a harder difficulty. But yeah. yeah, I just play games casually, and this game decidedly feels like you have to kind of really buckle in a little bit. Yeah. So, but it looks good. I mean, uh, the memes have been good, right? The maidenless one—I've seen that a lot. <laughs> no maidens. Yeah, exactly. No maidens <laughs> plus ratio. Uh, yeah. But hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully he has fun with that and doesn't end up maidenless in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was already sending me, like, his character creation. This dude, he said, looks like, um, and I mean, this is going to tie into, like, what we'll talk about later, but we don't have to go right into it before, you know, doing our opening banter. 
he, he does look like his character was a cross between like Sephiroth and uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. And then he, I guess he's making, I don't know if he's making another profile, but then he said, my samurai character is either going to be a young Japanese woman or vicious from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> So, Which one's uh, Vicious, by the way? Cowboy uh, you watch Cowboy You're asking the wrong person. Uh, okay. But... Kind of like, kind of Sephiroth-esque. Sort of okay. silver hair. Yeah. Not quite as long, but, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the vein, we'll say. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, also, wanted to check in. I don't know if this is... Uh, with the donations and stuff, is that something that, like, you've kind of, like, Cobble together the amount yet, or is that? Give me one more week. One more week. Uh, to like, okay. Cool. You, you don't have to like put like the donation stuff in again, but just like give me one more week to. Okay, cool. I just wanted together. to check. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I'll have an update for you guys soon. So I appreciate everybody that donated. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did have the funeral for my uh, grandfather this mm-hmm. weekend, so mm-hmm. um, I just want to say like it was good, man. Like it was a nice service, you know. So everybody that. Uh, helped with you know any donations and anything. I appreciate all the help you gave, and I'll have like I'll, I'll have things totaled for. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have things totaled for next episode. I, I just yeah, want to put it all together. For sure, shout out to y'all, man. Uh, we appreciate yeah. the support, and obviously, it's a great way to show generosity. I think for the link, uh, like sort of the donation thing, and uh, obviously, Aiden, I, I don't, I don't expect you to do any matching for this one, mm-hmm. but. With what's going on with Russia, Ukraine, uh, there's a couple like sort of things I've seen where like resources and stuff like that are getting sent to Ukraine or to help support uh, Ukrainian or people who are refugees who flee the yeah. region. Yeah, that'd be great. So I will try and find one that seems pretty credible, that seems like people, uh, seems pretty prevalent, popular that people are donating to. And I'll put that in the link as like sort yeah. of our little sort of spotlight thing. Obviously, once again, like with all the previous ones, if you've got the money, if you have the means, go for it. If you want to share it around, maybe you see the link and you're like, oh, I know someone who would donate to this, send that to them. But mm-hmm. whatever you can do, right? I mean, it's yeah. just nice sometimes to just have that there in case you ever, you know, have the means or desire to, you know, use yeah. that link and donate. Uh, Vasant, what are, uh, I was going to say, what have you been up to recently? Uh, I mean, it's something really interesting for me. It's been a <laughs> school and finding a job. I mean, it's not yeah. changed much, but it's been all right. Uh, I've been just trying to like, you know, made it, I've been trying to make sure like I manage my time. So I have some, you know, me time. I've been watching the Kanye documentary on Netflix. It's quite good. I recommend mm-hmm. people watch it. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's so much more endearing in the documentary because it's young Kanye. We're talking like yeah. college dropout before that. And then most the the first two, there's it's a three episode thing. They're very, they're long though. They're like an hour and a half each or something. Mm-hmm. And the first two are like the graduation trilogy. So like dropout, late registration, graduation. It's kind of the focus of those first two episodes. Yeah. Um, but college dropout makes up like the majority of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then when we get into episode three, it's a little more, there's like a bit of a time skip and we're kind of just talking about him in totality. I'm still working my way through that one, but it's good. I recommend it. I've been rewatching Community as well for some reason. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fun. But it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably the most, um, when it comes to gaming, I've told myself I'm not buying Pokemon Legends until like I get a job because if mm-hmm. I, I know once I get that game, I'm going to just play the living shit out of it. So. Yeah. I, I already beat it. So L plus ratio plus you have no Psyducks. 
Have you completed <laughs> all the? There's apparently a bunch of like side. Quests. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't complete everything. I, be, I beat the main story. Like you know, the, I got to the, the credits. You Is know? the main story good? I've heard like mixed things about it. I mean, like it's it's fun. Like again, for me, like I I wasn't going in there expecting like anything amazing. It's it's a fun thing. You know, you go around and cast some Pokemon. It's a good way to blow off some steam. Like you know. I've heard uh, this, that the uh, final fight is pretty difficult, though. It's pretty difficult? Oh, I didn't really think so. I mean, again, I don't know if you're talking about the final fight or, like, the final final fight, which I'm sure I'll get to eventually. I think I'm talking uh, about, well, like, maybe the I never final fight. Like, the real one's probably really tough. The one I did was, like, it was, like, okay. It took me, like, two tries, but, like, it wasn't, like, you know, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, let, let me ask, Art, do you know if you're going to be uh, moving to the Philly area next year yet? Um, not <laughs> beyond, sure. put you on the spot. In the um, we're obviously still got to get a job figured out, but yeah, of course. not quite sure yet. But obviously, if I do, that'd be great. I'm not gonna promise that we'll record these in person, but maybe we will do some in person. Right? Yeah, you know, we'll switch it off depending on the the week or whatever and schedules. Yeah. But, I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel I feel like if we were going to, like, want to do, like, more in person, we'd have to, like, push it to, like, a weekend recording schedule. But yeah, we'll fi- we, we'll figure it out, like, obviously, as things progress. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I'm not the most patient human being on the planet. And the job process is an absurdly drawn out process where you have such limited control as far as, like, yeah, even getting talked to. So it's just been an exercise and just patience or whatever. But like. Yeah. You know, it's some days I'm like really worried. Some days I'm not worried at all. But in general, it's just like literally like I just have to wait it out and eventually it's going to work out. So I'm not too. Creamers, can we get a Go Vasant Go going in the chat right now? <laughs> yeah, please put it in the chat. Send me some bits. <laughs> <laughs> send, if you're listening to the episode and you want to, send Vasant some love and some positivity on his job hunt. He's got plenty of time, though. He's still got, like, another few Yeah, I'm not, like, I, I took a step back and realized I've only really been at this for, like, two months, so. Yeah. It's one of those things that feels really long, but then you step out of it, and you're like, oh, okay. I'm doing I mean, uh, like, I, I'll say this on the bottom. You, you got an offer somewhere, but it's not one you most likely aren't going to take, but, like, uh, you know. Yep. I'll say that, like, you're kind of on pace with me there. That's when I got my first offer. It was about two months in the job hunt, so. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it's pretty normal, you know? Yeah, and like, so. with, like it's really interesting. Sort of like we we see like uh, a lot of people, quote unquote, don't want to work. They just don't want to work jobs that pay like dog shit. Yeah, uh, of course, fast food jobs. But <laughs> it's hyper competitive in like a lot of the other spaces. Yeah, especially yeah, it is the STEM sort of fields. So sometimes with those, you just gotta. It's like you know, it, like I said, it's an exercise in patience, and you just kind of have to like stay the course. You know what I mean? Like if you know what you're kind of looking for, then you just gotta kind of keep hammering away and eventually it'll work out i mean like we we may have been born like a little bit too early because um i think the birth rate is is dropped like is expected to drop pretty like pretty like pretty far compared to like uh previous generations which birth rate always does seem to go down but like especially and if that's the case like you know there might be like one person per two jobs when (laughs) when uh we have kids which, if that's the case, uh, you know, our kids are going to be commodities, golden <laughs> gods, essentially, you know? I guess so. So, But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, so it's, I'm, I'm doing all right. But, um, I don't know, are we, do, do you want, do, are we good to, I guess, move into, like, the thing we want to talk about to start it off? Or yeah, know? let's, can, how can I transition this? Can well, I, I was going to say that, you know, I guess I've been mostly chilling, mostly doing my work, doing my thing. 
But something I did that really stood out was uh, I went to see this movie. Yeah, I did theaters, too. In theaters. Mm-hmm. I did too. No streaming. And it was this little film starring uh, some, uh, some dude uh, from Twilight, a vampire man. Appropriately, so hot, man. appropriately playing <laughs> a Batman. I think the sound completely missed me just calling our pat hot. I, just went, he's I mean, so hot, you're man. not alone. Like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Some very smart I, people are saying our pat yeah. is hot. Our, our pat's kind of hot. And it's not going to lie. This like, movie it, it is, is hot. pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty hot. Dude, it's got Zoe Kravitz in it. Come on, man. Stop I don't even playing. care about that. Stop playing. Our pat <laughs> is. Come on, dog. I, I don't even care about that. <laughs> the amount of tweets I've, set, I've seen saying buy panic. When it's pictures yeah. of him and Zoe Kravitz together, come on. You see, I, I, I for a second, I thought you were gonna say the about the about tweets I've sent. <laughs> Just you and your like your uh your anonymous Stan account on Twitter going by well, panic, by panic. I'll be I'll be one hundred percent honest. I fucking love yeah. this movie. I think it's. Fantastic. I do too. It's yeah. It's, I think it. Recency bias is a bit hard to beat here, but honestly, I think it's my favorite Batman movie. It's your I favorite Batman movie. Wow. And like, okay. here's I the mean, thing. I, I want to. I get it. I think it's I cliche, it. but you're going to hear yeah. it a lot. But I think as a movie, probably not the best movie starring the Batman character. Yeah. But as a Batman movie, this one's the best one to me. Fair enough. I mean, like, so I, I want to figure out how we want to talk about this a bit. Like, um, I, I don't want to really give too much of a plot summary. It's like, you know, it's it's a Batman movie. It's Go Batman, watch it. Oh, yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. We'll put that. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Definitely. Yeah. The, there were, there's a timestamp, obviously, outlining the section where we will be talking about this movie. So just please skip ahead if you have not watched The Batman yet. And if you don't care about spoilers and you haven't watched it, feel free. You know? Yeah. And if you um, have, if you, like, are kind of on the fence about seeing it, please go see it. It's very good. I know it's long, yeah. but honestly... You don't notice, in my opinion. Yeah, I like. I'll get to that, but like, I think it was about fifteen minutes too long. But the fifteen minutes you could like could have cut off would have been like towards the beginning for me. But like, like so, there's one scene I would argue you could cut out at the very near yeah. the end. But we'll get to so, it. So, yeah, I know. I know. Typically, we save the movies for our cinephiles and everything, but this is just such a unique occasion that we're getting this so we're going to talk about it here so um, yeah the batman um not we're not obviously i can't i don't remember the movie shot for shot but yeah the opening sequence with the riddler is very good <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, there's this very cool first of all okay like god it's gonna it's gonna be all over the place but i'll say this like as a general comment as a film this is impeccably made oh it's beautiful it looks the, it looks incredible. The cinematography is a one. The shot, like the way they shoot scenes, is ridiculous. Like the Riddler in the opening sequence is uh, snuck into a politician's house, and he's watching TV. And so you're kind of focusing on the politician. It shows the TV. It focuses back on him. And there's a French yeah. shot of the politician, and he moves to the side, I think, to either put like get a drink or put it down or something. And as yeah. he moves to the side, you see the Riddler was standing behind him the entire time, sort of in like, and the Riddler's wearing like this sort of like dark green like sort of tactical outfit with glasses so you can't see mm-hmm. him well but you can tell that he's there now this sick. is the this is the first version of the riddler that's like any like even the littlest bit 
uh, intimidating. Menacing? Like, yeah. genuinely. Like, yeah. Like, I, the Riddler is such a silly villain. You know, he's yeah, just he's like... goofy as fuck. Yeah. There's a reason Jim Carrey played him in Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. Like, it, it, like, it was because he's goofy. Like, he's, he's supposed to, like... So he, I mean, even at this, like, he he is kind of goofy at times. But in a way that sucks. makes sense, right? I mean, Paul Dano, the guy that plays him, like, sells it and he's awesome. Yeah, it, it makes sense, yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, like I like this is like just jumping way forward but like the one of the funniest moments of the movie for me is like the Riddler in this movie is like getting together like an online following he's sort of like, like it winds crazy up. alt-right sort of person who's big yeah. it's it's almost someone who's been on 4chan for too long exactly and yeah. radicalized to the point of where they're actually doing something <laughs> he literally starts one of his streams and they're just going like, hey guys thanks for the comments <laughs> and it's funny it, the thing is is like i was telling uh because i went to see this with my roommates i was talking about we heart emojis and fire emojis in the chat yeah. for him it's like. so funny but like i think that like this movie is both like somewhat realistic like kind of grounded yeah. but like also comic booky, right it kind of does a very oh, good job of balancing that but you could see that i mean like January 6th and uh, like all these other sort of events where people are like doing some absurd shit. It's a lot of sort of these communities, these pockets on the internet where people get riled up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not surprising that the Riddler is essentially just like a 4chan Reddit bro gone rogue. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, it makes sense. Like it it honestly is like a good way to do the character and like that. Like I I think it 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 was a great way to to interpret. And he's uh, brutal. Like the way he oh he's brutal bludgeons the fuck out of the dude. Yeah. He bludgeons people to death. He like ties bombs around people. Like he's the rats. That was nasty. The rats. Yeah, he has rats eat people's faces. Like it's brutal stuff. So. That scene was really good. That sequence where he kills the first person, his first victim. And then we get to the part where I just knew the movie was going to be good. Mm -hmm. First of all, we get a fucking Bruce Wayne slash Batman voiceover, which is just sick. It's like you're reading a comic. He's he's so hot, man. He's so hot. (laughs) He is. But like (laughs) the voiceover is so good. And I'm not a huge comic. Like I like comics. And honestly, it's something I've, contemplated getting more into but i imagine in the comics there's like all this narration mm-hmm. and it's some of the animated stuff and even in the arkham games you get a lot of like bruce wayne's monologue like to himself yeah so that like come on man when that narration started i you already knew that shit was about to go right yeah i mean for me like one of my pet peeves in movies i typically hate narration but like there there are exceptions um just because like movies are such a visual medium for me like sometimes it's very lazy there are exceptions Shawshank mm-hmm. Redemption, the narration's very good. Morgan Freeman does it. Like, come on, like that's that's a great choice. Yeah. Um, and this, like, the narration, I, I enjoy the narration. I thought it added more flavor to it. And like in a noir setting like this, it makes exactly sense. like yeah. And they didn't overuse it either. It's not like no, he's no. It, it's, a lot. it's used. It's used a good amount. Like it's used a, the right amount. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice way to open because like he's just talking. It's very noir, right? So like the city, like you know the cliche of this city's you know a mess you know the city's lost its way and dude the shadows are me i'm the shadow the fucking when so then we get to the we get to the part with like so you see all these criminals doing their crime and then he says the spotlight turns on and he says it's not a signal it's a warning which i believe was used before like that that was dope that was dope and this is where the, like this, the way they shoot the film and the directing is so on display. So he's basically saying, like, the, when the signal comes on, it's a warning. 
and everyone because he has a reputation it's year two of the batman so he has a reputation as like this dude in the shadows who comes out and gets criminals and all of a sudden is even as an audience member there's this tension because for each of the criminals they all look into the shadows into like an alleyway or into like a you know poorly lit area and they're just staring at it just waiting to see if he's gonna come out Mm -hmm. right like they all just like stop the crimes they're doing because they're just horrified of like the like the idea of batman showing up right and then so like it doesn't show for the first guy the second guy the one with the mask i think he still drops his thing he gets scared he gets scared drops what he has and like runs away (laughs) and then the third ones is they don't they're like in like a subway so they don't quite see it but then one of them looks up and sees it through like a crack in the sort of ceiling or whatever yeah and then you just hear the the footsteps and i was like oh my god this is fantastic that was so good and then him, him emerging that. emerging from the shadows in that subway oh my god that was so and that was so up good. here the suit fire i love oh, it looks suit. amazing the suit's awesome and also like i think people have said this how you look in the cowl matters yes and our pat looks sick. his jawline is sharp man he's got a good mm-hmm. jawline he looks good at the suit yeah he definitely does like what, what I was going to say is like, it, like what, like when I was all the way in was like when he emerges from the shadows and they're all like, like taunting him basically. Like he thugs. brutalizes. Them. Yeah. Just beats the hell out of you. And just like leans over him. And he's like, who are you? I'm vengeance. I was like, oh my God. It's so good. I, I think, I forget. I think it might have been Danny who like looked at me and he was like, I creamed. <laughs> like it was that, that so, was like I, I really wondered if that dude beat up laying on the ground I was like oh my god batman is so hot <laughs> also batman uh uh doesn't fuck with asian hate saves an asian man <laughs> true Opening true movie. but batman, batman taking a stand <laughs> but he's brutal and i think that's an important thing in this movie so like like one thing that this movie does that i don't think a lot of super movies do in general batman has a character arc Yes, which was great. Because he's in year two and he's brutal. Like he doesn't kill people yeah. still, but he he's very aggressive. He does not care about like his own well-being. He does not care about his own well-being. He's not care about the well-being of those that he is fighting. And he essentially like kind of just sees like the like criminals as just like animals, basically. Yeah, the I like, am he's, vengeance he's, mentality is it's yeah. important early in this film. Yeah, it's important through the whole thing, like because it, it's it winds up like uh, it, it comes out it comes out in like the climax and everything once they reveal like what's going on with the Riddler, um, but yeah, like the man is just so brutal in this movie. He's just beating like the hell out of people, <laughs> and like yeah, again it, in the end, like the movie's like yeah, he shouldn't be this way, but also it's really cool when he does. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just gonna and- say. Sort of, I don't want to go see him my team, but sort of to step back. Like, one thing this movie does yeah. well, Arpad has a good bat, bat voice. Like, it's like a, oh, yeah. like a whispery rasp. It's not like, I never liked the Christian Bale bat voice. I thought there's a reason people meme it because it, it's yeah. kind of goofy. Um, I mean, Christian Bale, like, no, no offense to Christian Bale, of course, because he does a great job in those movies. But obviously, the voice is very silly in those. The, yeah, this one is like know. a little, it's better. Where are the other drugs going? Yeah, it's more of like a subdued, like whisper kind of rap yeah. voice. Yeah. But so this movie, this entire movie feels like an Arkham game. Oh, absolutely. Because 
for also, but like before I go any, like I was talking about the voice, he doesn't talk that much in this movie. No, he's he's he is well, Which this is, is good in my opinion. It adds to what, the menace what, of him. Yeah, what I really like about this Batman is he's a weird antisocial freak, basically, like in and out of the suit. Like he is not putting on airs when he's Bruce. He's a recluse. Man. Yeah. Which I to me like it makes sense because like he's he's new at this. So he's he's out all night and then in the morning and like the, like pretty much all he does, he goes and he, he does his Batman things, then he sleeps and that's I don't even think he's he doesn't really sleep though. He usually goes to the bat cave and like does like so he's yeah. like watching footage and researching things. He he's probably taking like cat slash bat naps. Like that's really it. Like that's all he does. Yeah. Um he he does not interact with the outside world like at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, his public appearances are very rare like like they mention like when he goes to a funeral that like no one has seen him like in yeah. such a long time um and this is where and then i'll mention the other thing that this movie does is we see batman as a detective yes which, which has never great. been done really which is and, and in movies in movies in movies which is much. wild because it's like it's a signature trait of his is detective yeah and your brother said this in like our twitter group the, like part of what made it feel like an Arkham game, he just shows up to the police scenes as Batman. Yeah, which <laughs> is hilarious. Just walks too. in, it just looks around, and he doesn't say anything either, right? Like he just kind of no. looks. And that's it's like the games, like where you're just looking at stuff, and he doesn't say anything. He's just thinking. He's in detective mode. He's just like going around looking at things, like thinking about it. It's like so good because yeah. as an audience member, it guides you though, because the camera mm-hmm. kind of follows him and it'll zoom in on what he's looking at. You see him noticing things, and you don't even. You, you might not even entirely see what he notices yet, but then like the next scene, it shows him like review, like he's got like these contacts that record things. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like looking back at the footage and he's like, oh, that was important because you know, this is yeah. that. And like, you know, this is, this is the, where yeah, this person died. And he's like, he's just pointing out all these things that the cops are missing. And so, super cool. Yeah. So I could like literally gush over how cool Pattinson's portrayal of Batman is. I'm also happy he did well because a lot of people were not high on his casting. I, well, I, gotta lie I was incredibly I, high on his casting. I was but, because like I knew he yeah. was a good actor because like I mean the lighthouse came out and obviously he's really good in that. He's been good in stuff since Twilight. I mean, Twilight is not an indictment on his career. I think what happened. I, I can't blame the man for not being good in Twilight. Yeah, like, no one's YA good in Twilight. Are usually not vessels for acting. Um, yeah. You have your exceptions, like the original Harry Potters, which are filled with like prestige actors, like showing up, like Alan Rickman, mm-hmm. like just like signing on for eight. But like movies, YA, like, like these like YA romance. No, I know, like your Maze Runners, your Twilights, they're not known for Hunger like, Games. Yeah, yeah, they have good actors in them, but they don't. They're not like good in those movies particularly. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, I, I would say Jay Law's good. She's, yeah, she's yeah. solid. But you know what I mean? Like, no one's, like, you know, it's not like a powerhouse performance or anything. Yeah. You're not going to get those in those movies. But he's very good in this. Um, and obviously, his Batman's so cool. But I just, the casting in this movie is absurdly good. Gordon, the best one. Jeffrey Wright is incredible as Gordon. Oh, my God. Uh, awesome. Gary Oldman, you're cool, man. But this Gordon was so cool. And I, funny. And like it was cool. him and Batman's relationship was really good. Yeah, you well, because you tell... yeah, go ahead. They're 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 like the only two like birds of a feather in the city. Like so, Gotham is just so corrupt. And it's like the entire corrupt. the entire like all of the cops are bought out except for Jim Gordon, basically, and like a couple others they kind of reveal later. But yeah, but even then, did they just see the light? Like, oh, this guy's going down. Like maybe we should just like pop shit. Yeah, but you like know? Gordon like, and Batman are like 
they're, they're the guys. only ones that, that yeah they're the only ones that care about like actual justice in the city mm-hmm. like in trying to make the the, the city better he, so they mm-hmm. their dynamic is really good because of that and like they like Jeffrey Wright has like this weird trust in him because he just seems to like really believe in like what he's Batman the only is doing. one that he believes like to the point yeah. where there's a scene where Batman gets knocked out from the bomb yeah and his mask is still on when he wakes up and it's a hundred percent because Jeffrey Wright didn't let anyone take it off yeah you mean Jim Gordon but well Jeffrey Wright's yeah. Jim Gordon yeah Jim Gordon just didn't and by the way it, that's I don't I'm like but like I just want to talk about performances like Jeffrey Wright is good uh, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. That was a good Catwoman. Yeah, that was really good. That's the best one I've seen since Pfeiffer, probably, in uh, Batman Returns. Batman yeah, Returns. Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is overrated, in my opinion. It's okay. It's okay. It is fine. And I'm not saying that all the... I'm, look, obviously, I li- I'm really liking this movie. Look, Gary Oldman's Jim Gordon is really good. These are two different Jim Gordons. Yeah. Ones. This one's way younger, obviously. Yeah, yeah I mean, everyone's young. Movie yeah, the ones. I just like, like the the relationship like, yeah. is a lot better. It's a lot more interesting to me in this movie, like the mm-hmm. Jim Gordon Batman connection, which makes sense because like once again, I mean the comics is probably like this. It's obviously like this, but in the Arkham games, Jim Gordon and Batman are just kind of they're guys. Yeah, they're dudes. They just they get along, and so she's great. Uh, uh Andy Circus is Alfred, really good. Barely <laughs> in the movie, but really good. Yeah, really good when he's there. And also, it's Andy Serkis. Of course, it's fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis is great. He's a really good actor. And, so I'm happy to see him do more live action stuff. Yeah. Paul Dano's, uh, he's amazing as the Riddler. It's He oh, really he's awesome. is the character. But my personal favorite performance, and I think you know who I'm going to say, it's Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Oh, my God. He was he was incredible. First of all, I didn't know that was him. <laughs> Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> when, if anyone has the audacity to tell you this movie isn't funny, they just did not pay attention when he was off screen. He was he, fucking he is so hilarious. funny. He was so funny. But not in a like, way quippy or stupid. Like, it's oh just my God. natural feeling. He's like, just like, he's the most stereotypical Italian monster ever. But it's yeah, really- oh, my God. He's perfect. Colin Farrell, who is Irish, just nailed like New York Italian better than I've seen like New York Italian. He also do. doesn't look like Colin Farrell. Like the fact that that's a hit. No, the makeup's incredible. Prosthetics are crazy for his makeup. Yeah. yeah. Him, like the, the scene where like they, they are arrest like, him. Like, they arrest him and like tie him up and they're showing him the pictures and everything. And he's like, What is this good like, cop bat shit crazy? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That's a good joke. <laughs> That's a great joke. And then him going like like them showing the picture of like the cop that got his face eaten by the rats. Like, look what you did to my partner. Hey, what are you trying to show me? Yeah. He's like, hey, stop it. Like, yeah, stop. Or like when he like he like he kind of finds a like a flaw in their logic, right? With the clue, right? With the yeah, he's like a like rat the, with wings. You kidding me? A falcon. And he's like, it's not he's a like, no habla espanol. <laughs> He's, he's like, I, it's it's a good like uh, subversion of expectations because first of all he knows Spanish. Oh yeah, it, he, he's like, like oh am I God, the dude. only one who know who speaks Spanish here? No, I'm a He was so funny. Like I I can't wait. Like it looks like they're setting him up to have like a bigger role. He's a hundred percent happy because there's like a power yeah. grab. They're saying at the end of the yeah. movie, there's like because the main villain is the Falco- uh, Falcone who. Like the main like gangster, the main mobster in the movie. Yeah, yeah that that he's also great and hilariously. Yeah. 
Like hilarious. So Italian, might I add. So Italian. But it works, right? I mean, like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Carmine Falcone. It was awesome. This movie does. I, I really like how they lean into that. Like Gotham is run by gangs. Yeah. That, it's it was really out. good to see that. Because like it's 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 just like. I don't know, it's it's like old New York, basically, like just like the games of New York running everything, you know, back before Teddy Roosevelt was like, you know, not anymore. Yeah. Um, it's 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 so cool. And there's it's other so performances cool. I've not touched on of like more supporting characters, but they're also the acting in this movie is upper. It's up. It's top it's top awesome. Top. Yeah. And like I mm-hmm. now you go ahead. You go ahead. It's just the and Matt Reeves just fucking knocked it out of the park i think you know your brother talked about how like any director could direct the spider-man movies with tom holland yeah well john wants just a studio hack yeah like that's just a fact but like and that's not those movies aren't bad but it's to say like there's nothing there's not like you can tell like matt reeves and i think most of the actors like like just immerse themselves in batman yeah because I felt like I was watching like a living comic. I was watching an mm-hmm. Arkham storyline that wasn't made into a game. They just used it for a movie. Yeah. At some point, I honestly felt like I was playing a game. Like I felt like yeah. I was doing the detective work and I was doing the fight. And by the way, this movie does a great job of picking its spots of when you see him fight. And oh my God, when he fights, dude, it's so good. Yeah, He's brutal. Absolutely. He grabbed he someone so through brutal. a leg. Yes, he shoots the thing through someone's leg. But I will say, so like my my two, like my two my two big gripes. Well, I I have three like gripes with the movie, right? Mm-hmm. One, I did love how brutal it was, but it was holding back for the PG thirteen rating. I could you tell. Could, you could tell, like when he's there's yeah. some scenes where they hid what happened because they would have probably pushed it to R. Yeah, I would have liked, I, and I know this is a Batman movie, and like I I if they do do like an R rated cut of it, I would be really interested to see it. I think 100 percent you know that's better. the studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I get it. Like, you want to make money off it. Like, you know, you, you're are. not gonna do our Batman. You yeah. can probably like I said, you could do like an unrated cut of it, something on DVD. Yeah, like well, you DVD, can maybe see a little more streaming brutality. Just so yeah. Um, the second thing was like again, I think it's about 15 minutes too long. What scene still, do you want to cut out? I just want to cut out some of the intro. Um I like the shadow stuff and but like I, like there's space in between that like there's like some scenes after that that are just kind of unmemorable. You know, I'm like, I, I don't think the Joker scene is necessary whatsoever. I agree with that. Yeah, I think you could cut that. And it goes on a little bit longer than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. I I, I could have cut that too. Um, I also think it, it's, the, I it does have return. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say it does have return to the king syndrome where it felt like there were like five endings in that like last part and like one of them was like that rhythm joker thing. Yeah, I don't hate the like Catwoman and him driving in separate directions thing. I just think that scene dragged a little bit. Yeah, I, I liked what they were showing though too. Is just like he, he is he very he yeah, but he even though he very much wants to like have a normal life and like you can tell he's like really like considering it. He's just he's married to the streets, man. He's married to Gotham. No, like, and He's I think that was a really Gotham, good yeah. scene for it. I just think, like, the, the, I don't know why they showed them riding together for so long, and then they, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It felt a and little then splitting off, yeah. Gotcha. But like, I, but like, these are nitpicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then what was my last question? Yeah. Oh, I thought like they got a little too cute with like the twists sometimes, like you know, 
oh, this gangster killed your father. Actually, it was this gangster. Maybe it wasn't, but uh, yeah, I, could, was, I, like, could. I thought they got a little too cutesy with like going back and forth on stuff like that, you know. Yeah, so like I'm saying, but, like, like yeah, yeah, and I'm not I just want like your criticisms, like I those make sense, but like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if you really look at it, those are not major problem issues. No, no. No, exactly. I, I I still really like it. I'm just saying like those are my gripes. So that I'd be like, yeah, I wish that was. The, the, those are fair. And like I personally kind of like that Robert Pattinson's Batman. He's a little stupid, not in oh, his absolutely. problem solving ability, but like there's a scene where he's fighting and he just walks to a dude who's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, he just gets shot. Like yeah, like he's, uh, because he's just absurdly aggressive at this stage. Yeah, and that kind of shows the immaturity. He loses himself, and you, like you can tell, like he's like he just get like he enters like that vengeance mode, and he's kind of like loses himself sometimes. The adrenaline you see, he just he fucking eats the hell out of dude. Like yeah, oh my god. That's when the R rating would have been good when he stabbed himself with exactly. adrenaline, so he can like over ignore how much pain he's in, and he brutalizes that one dude. Which, by the way, Batman hitting a self revive, I did not expect that in the movie, but I loved it. That was incredible. Hitting a what? Him, uh, like, he, he got shot. He's laying on the ground. He hits a self revive and gets and up. Like, like, it's gone. What, what hurts him isn't them. like the bullets because his suit's like plated and metallic. No, it's just like the ricochet. Because he took a but, like, fucking it's... shotgun blast of the chest. Exactly. And thought nothing yeah. would happen. Yeah. It's because um, you can actually see the growth, right? Because also, this goes into this movie is funny. In yeah. a very oh, tasteful so way. It's not so quip fun. humor, not the Marvel yeah. manufacturer. And I, by the way, I don't hate Marvel movies, but I'm just saying the Marvel quip humor is like a standard yeah. superhero it's movie. It's so trip. funny. The the recurring bit with how he gets into the club differently each time. <laughs> the first time he just knocks on the door and beats the fuck out yeah. of everyone. Then the second time he comes in as Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then the third time he sneaks in. Yeah, uh, I I love that. Like the two goons, like, hey, what's what's Batman doing at the front door? And then it's um, hey, it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, uh, I I love um the comedy of again I've talked about the Penguin, just how sick it was, like how how hilarious he was. But I I love like the little things too, just from like recognizing how ridiculous of a presence Batman has. Mm-hmm. Like the first crime scene he's in, like there's a cop that like he's just walking around observing things and talking. Turns around, Batman's just standing in front of him, and he just like pauses and is like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it, it's very like dry humor because it's like, yeah, this yeah. is, we, but like it's the world we live in, and I think that's him, why it tones that line really well. Him lifting Catwoman by the chin, and it looks like he's about to kiss her, but he's just like checking out the contacts, being like, "All right, you're good to go." <laughs> Joey was joking about this. Joey's like Batman's on a Sigma grind set. Oh, that was I. I really thought that too. I just I heard the Sigma music kick in. It was so just funny. Like, just like, the, yeah, it's like good humor. Or like one of my favorites is when yeah. he's in uh, Catwoman's apartment and he just goes, "You have a lot of cats." <laughs> <laughs> this is attempted small talk, I guess. He, he has no idea how to interact with people. It's glorious. It's amazing. Even um, like again. Like he like that scene where he gets arrested, like you know, like he's like in the cops thing, like it's him and Gordon like plan to like break him out. Like Gordon says, like he has to punch him in the face. He just lays into him, and just the shot of Batman running out of the interrogation room is just so funny. Followed by like fifty cops, like it's like it's a mad bad world. It's so funny. And <laughs> like also, Jeffrey Wright showing up the next scene and just being like, yeah, you could have you could have pulled your punch. And he said bit. he did. Yeah. Which speaks to how strong he is. But this is so fu- it was so funny. Um, it was just hilarious. In that same scene, I love how uh, multiple times people grab his mask and he turns around and clocks them. <laughs> <Just> like, throat chop. <laughs> 
which you think after the first guy trying to got punched, they would stop trying. Nope, you keep going, man. You never stop. Oh, um, <laughs> and uh, I I also love how emo this movie is. Like he listens oh, to yeah. Nirvana and like has yes. like the way his eyes because he wears like the eyeshadow to like make the the black sort of thing right with the that with was the awesome. The fact on. they actually showed like the Batman eye black like out of the costume in this movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, and he, it makes him look really edgy, but I think it works. And another mm-hmm. criticism you see is like, where's Playboy Bruce? But I think part of his development because like I think at this stage he's just Batman. There's no Bruce, really. But I think part of his maturation is him realizing he can use the Bruce Wayne side. Yeah. I I think he does it a little bit in his movies, too, right? Like, as the movie progresses, we see a little more Bruce. Yeah, I think think if when they make the Batman 2, whenever, I think you'll see a little bit of Playboy Bruce in there. It's a little... Where he's just... Yeah. Like, he's doing things for appearance, basically. One, because, like, he realizes, like, you know, people are going to figure out what's going on, probably if I don't, like, put up a a facade. Mm -hmm. Because people are just going to think, like, who has the money, who has the time, and, like, who have to be seen. Like, you know, so. And building the relate And, like, the public Bruce can do stuff. Like, Bruce can Mm -hmm. do things that Batman can't. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's the thing, too, they talk about is, like, and, like, in the ending, he wants to basically be a symbol for hope and, like, help rebuild Gotham. Like, Bruce Wayne is not doing much for Gotham. Like he's not giving money to. He's not like it. Like because he thinks the only way he can rebuild Gotham is as Batman, and as specifically as this sort of vengeful figure. Yeah. So I I I could see him at a few charity options in the next movie, basically. Yeah, and like that's what Christian Bale's Batman did really well. Like he had a very good Bruce persona. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing is like because the Batman character arc is like the initial Batman is like vengeance. I'm just gonna like if I just like stomp out the criminals will be fine but he yeah. realizes by the end that it's more than just being vengeance it's about like uplifting the city about rebuilding mm-hmm. the city and it becomes it feels like he becomes more of like the gotham protector by the end yeah there's like a great I mean, sense like, of purpose it feels like no i agree like like again him just like talking in the end just being like like he has to be a symbol for hope and like again like gotham is like just destroyed by the end of this movie and he just knows, like, there's going to be so much, like, bad things happening. Things are going to get worse that I have to be better. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have to do more. Yep. And uh, I guess two things to, like, and then I don't really have much else to add. Uh, mm-hmm. One, the Batman theme in this movie is amazing. Awesome. I love it. I mean, the sound mixing in general is A1. It is a truly immersive film. It's a very well-made movie. Like, yes. I just don't know what else to say. And then the second thing is, oh my God, that car chase scene is so good. Oh, my God, dude. Holy hell. I, I was going to say, like, so I saw an advanced screening. Like, I saw it a day before it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a 4DX screening. I'd never done a 4DX movie before. And oh, pretty much what like that a little is. more, like, motion stuff going on, right? The, the chair is just, like, constantly moving, basically, and, like, throwing you in. In, in scenes of dialogue where they're playing music, it's, like, rumbling, and that stuff's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even some of the fight scenes, you're like, you don't need to throw me so hard, man. Like, it's no <laughs> big deal. Being in the 40X thing while they were doing the car chase was electric. Like, it was it was incredible. I won't lie. Like, it was and so fun. The shot that's in the trailer of, like, the Penguin's car upside down, and he looks outside, and they got him bat-pat walking. Dude, the, I don't know about you, but 
like my the the screening I was in, people went wild when like that, that shot scene of, is sick. like the shot of him approaching Penguin's car and with the flames behind him. They use Batman's people footsteps were, really well. In this movie is like a menacing. Just him walking towards people is scary. Yeah, people in my audience were just going crazy when that. You know they what were, like, scene, Cheering and like yeah. hollering. What <laughs> scene got everyone real excited at mine was the scene. It's the it's the bullet scene where like you can't see him except for when people are shooting at him. Oh, that was awesome. Hallway yeah. scene. That was awesome. That was so cool. I, lo- I love that. Like, that was just, I, I, that was just good filmmaking. Like, it's just so, like such a cool way to show the action there. It's just like, it just really showing that creature of the night type thing. <laughs> exactly. Matt Reeves We're, is a good director. Is what I'm oh, thinking. yeah, absolutely. No one can see what's going on. He's just going through, just like breaking people. You see the bullets and like just a little bit of what's happening to them. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have not much else to say. Look, The Dark Knight is, I think, a better film, but I would yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go so far to say this is better than Dark Knight. No. I, I'd like Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is a better like... film to me, and I would also, yeah. here's another thing I'd want to add in, is I think my, the reason I think this is a better Batman movie is The Dark Knight, I feel like the Joker is a very, like, you know, I feel like the Joker stands out almost, he, the Joker is the standout part of The Dark Knight. I mean, let's oh, absolutely. get out of yeah, which is not a bad he's, yeah but like i think this movie like it it just feels more like someone took a comic or an arkham game which is also probably like i imagine there's a lot of connect like it uses a lot of comic book Mm storylines or ideas yeah and it just feels like they put that on screen and they brought the character to life really well and i'm super excited because there's for like the sequel there's rumors that it's a mr freeze one mr freeze would be very interesting i have no idea how they do that I will say this though. So this movie is dark, but it uses a lot of red. Yes, it's in. So I'm just saying the Batman two, blue. but like flip the aesthetic to just cold blue, and it takes place. That'd be pretty years. sick. I don't know how they do Mister Freeze in like a relatively grounded way, but I'm gonna let Matt Reeves figure that out because he's clearly really good at this. So. Yeah, but Batpat, amazing. I have gripes with some things. Like I have small gripes, but yeah, this, I would like if I had to give it out of ten, I don't really. I, I'd give it like a nine or something. Like, there's not much wrong with it. Yeah, I would go eight to eight and a half, probably. Like, but again, I'm doing it on a scale of like all movies. Comic book movies, it's like top tier. It's, it's the best superhero yeah. movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I would say so too. It was it, the only like, movies that I'd say are comparable, if not better, are Spider-Verse. And yeah. That's it actually. <laughs> yeah, in like the past few years, I think Spider-Verse would be arguably as good to better, but man. That, like the Batman's just so good. It, like I, I really like. It's three hours long. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm I want to go back. I'm gonna buy so it because I want to own it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to own this. Yeah, because it's just it's so cool. Like it gets oh everything God, awesome. about the character right to me, and it's yeah. it does this noir comic book thing. It's tongue. It's got some humor, some dry humor, and it embraces a bit of the goofiness of a comic book character existing in the real world, but it doesn't shy mm-hmm. away from it. I think the next uh, Batman movie, they should go full Adam West. <laughs> I want I want when Rob Pat said to punch someone, I want to see Kapow on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm just really interested to see what their next villain is going to be. And here's the thing. I know we, we don't have to talk about the DCU universe, really, because yeah. they're, they're still going to do their bullshit. This yeah. movie, please just understand the characters you're using in your movies. It's I'm not trying to like, it, no, Batman's a comic book character. He's not a real person. 
but there's a character to him and this movie understands like the young character yeah of him like the the young batman being really violent and vengeful and not really being and then, then as he matures being more of like a protector of the city and there's more of a sense of purpose because people are like people's like first thing after this talk is like how do they make a good superman movie make him a good person the superman it made of steel sucks <laughs> superman's supposed to be like this nice well, western yeah. dude and it just it's, like, it's perfectly fine to have like a nice protagonist that's not exactly. like as tortured like he could he could be tortured because of like what happened to his home planet on but he's but nice like, he's a good human yeah. that's the thing he grew up in the midwest he grew up like a regular person in the yeah. sense like he grew up on earth with like two loving parents and like you know like a joey tweeted about this um there's like this comic book panel from a superman comic where he like there's a girl who's about to like jump from a building like kill her mm-hmm. commit suicide and he just talks her off of it yeah that's instead of just of, like swooping in and like saying well that's her the type of person yeah. he is he's very empathetic he's very nice and it's not i mean i'm not a director but like it's not that hard to get the character right he's nice mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> start there you just have to put him in interesting situations like a one like where he's like challenged like morally or yeah. like or be just like some of the challenges physically like he's or complicated i mean honestly like i would say like the, the thing about man of steel that i like is that zod is a good like foil to him like he he does challenge him both like morally and physically like he's as strong and as powerful mm-hmm. but also like he pushes him to do things he doesn't want to do to like save exactly him. and that's what like, that's that's do. a that's a really good thing that they did also like i'm like I've talked once again, Joey reads a lot of comics and people online have said there's a lot of good mm-hmm. Superman comics with good conflicts. There's material out there. I'm sure Zack Snyder's yeah. Jesus imagery. Super, but that's the other thing. <laughs> Superman doesn't see himself as God. He sees himself it as is so funny. He grew up as a regular ass dude. And that's what's that's what makes him such a like a, like affable character is the humanity of someone who is not human. Yeah, all the Jesus imagery in Man of Steel is nuts. It's like, nuts, it is so funny. Does not have a God complex. Also, if yeah. you want to give him that sort of thing, maybe it's like a, I don't know, like a conflict of, like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how I think fuck you'd write it. It's, it's not yeah, necessarily think, calling it a God It's It's more saying he's like Christ like, basically, which like. He doesn't see himself as that, so that's stupid. Yeah. It's, 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 it's stupid. It is. It is stupid, but like, he is like a savior of Earth, and I get that whole thing. But it's, it's, so it's a really. Knows. It's so on the nose. It's so stupid. Like it's just him also, falling out of the, yeah. the spaceship with his arms out. <laughs> also, this Batman movie is infinitely better than anything with Snyder and Batflick because this fucker doesn't use a gun. So <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of Batman with gun personally. Uh, Batman unless... killed people. <laughs> Batman did. killed people. This he, one he like brutalized him. them, but like I could see how someone could live all of the things he did. Yeah. He, 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 he usually holds back a bit. Like, you can tell he's not trying. He's not out for blood. Well, he's out for blood, but he's not out for death. The only time I feel like he really almost killed someone is when he did the adrenaline shot. Because someone had to stop yeah. him. Because Yeah, exactly. But again, he, that, that person hurt Catwoman. And clearly Catwoman, like, meant a lot to him at that point. Well, yeah, because he like, also said at that like, point in the film that what he's scared of is not death. It's people around him, like, losing them. Because he lost his yeah. parents. Yeah. He he hurt the one person that kind of like seems to understand him a bit mm-hmm. outside of Alfred, and like he just lost, he just saw red and lost it. Like yeah. he just had to. He and like honestly, out. we could talk about this movie for hours. There's so much stuff with the yeah. Riddler, but it's a good movie, 
And I don't no, know what we're at for watch time, it. but this is definitely how, what are we at for? We're now? about 50 minutes in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this might as well just became a cinephile. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not though. So <laughs> um, but I please please go see the Batman. Even if you're not like a huge superhero movie fan, give this one a shot because it is decidedly different than the other ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think give um, it a shot. Give it yeah, a shot. Give it a shot. You know what you can't give shots of anymore, Vasop? Russian vodka. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> I, I saw an opportunity. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this will be kind of, I guess, our closing topic. Um, yeah. We're going to talk a bit about the NFL, but really, I don't, there wasn't much yeah. to say. I mean, there's trades and stuff, but. The I, trades are super interesting and fun, but. Like, you can wait and see. I mean, free agency yeah. with the NFL, it's going to happen. So maybe we'll like make yeah. that like next week because we can do, we can do a recap when like the more. Big yeah. Are, yeah. Like. We're it's, not a it's sports all podcast. We don't have to be on time with that. <laughs> yeah. But Russia and Ukraine, this isn't actually about the conflict directly. But it's sort of about what I personally find a little stupid. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. so yeah. I assume many of you have heard about a, one business or another sort of pulling their business from Russia or like not refusing to work with them, whatever. So on one hand, right, you sit here and you say, okay, sanctions are good. If you don't want to be aggressive, right, the nonviolent way to kind of force a country's hand is to say, we're not going to like, you know, conduct business or our products will not work in your country anymore. I get that. And I'm not like bashing these companies outright, but I personally, it bothers me a little bit. Because obviously, I said this before, I'll say it again to make it very abundantly clear. The people in Ukraine are the ones who get fucked over here. They're the ones who are getting attacked yeah, and their livelihoods are getting fucked to all hell and back. Yeah. But, and by the way, this is still a pro-Ukraine podcast. Of course. Like they are the ones who are over. The people of Ukraine are the ones, the utmost concern and priority right now. Right? And so yeah. I want to make that very clear. When it comes to the Russian side, there are people from Russia, there are people who are from the country who live in the U.S. and probably all over the world who do not agree with the war effort. However, mm-hmm. the people in Russia, obviously, protesting is not pretty much not possible there. And I've seen, obviously, look, it's Twitter. It's a hellhole anyway. I love it, but it's a hellhole. But people being like, well, people in Russia need to do something about it. Good luck trying to stage a fucking revolt <laughs> in government. You will die. Wait, what? You see people say people in Russia need to do yeah, I saw a tweet where it's like they gotta do they they gotta revolt or something. I was like, motherfucker, they will die. That's so funny. That's so funny. That's just so I, I love. I mean, it's like uh, you saw Lindsey Graham, right? Being yeah. like, why hasn't anyone in Russia just killed Putin? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're like, Which, you're the first person to have that idea. Sitting U.S. senator, do not tweet that. Keep that in the drafts because that will just be Russian propaganda. Exactly. <laughs> U.S. senator calls for death of Vladimir Putin. Exactly. Like, you know? But oh my god, so, so that is such a shit argument that oh you should do yeah. a revolt. If not, okay, well, no more like master, no more like credit card use for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't an exhaustive list. There's a bunch of companies that have stopped doing business with Russia, some yeah. of which I find notable. Uh 
coat like food and beverage products does that mean people Mm -hmm. just don't get those anymore i guess that's what that means yeah i mean like so this is like a two-side coin because like for one thing like everyone is trying to say like just like russia is doing something so unspeakably evil that like i that like we need to like hurt them in what way we can which is like if you destroy their economy like there's a chance this war ends like i get that completely um, which is what the sanctions are there for too. Like, I, this is but what also like, is ha- as a byproduct of this, I imagine there's people in Russia suffering too. Well, yeah, like the food, like not being able to get some of these imported food products, but also yeah. like which also entertainment, price. Activision, right. Blizzard, Netflix, yeah. Paramount Pictures, Roku, Sony, Universal, Walt Disney, Warner Media, the WWE, Payment Services, American Express, Discovered, Mastercard, yeah. PayPal, Visa. These are like, like so, like with the media entertainment, does that just mean people in Russia can't fucking watch Netflix? I mean, they can with our sponsor of this episode, NordVPN. We are not sponsored by NordVPN. Yeah, we're, we're not, not sponsored by NordVPN. We would VPN. love to be sponsored by NordVPN. Yeah. But don't I, I'm kidding, though, obviously. If we were, that um, would have been so good. That would have been the perfect transition into that app read. <laughs> like, are you in Russia and you can't watch, <laughs> you can't watch anything on Netflix these days? Well, put on NordVPN and you can see region-locked content. <laughs> hey, 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 Nord. We, we, Hey, our people, your people, we can make something work. Come on. Yeah, we're 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 making it. We're doing it. We're doing the job for you. Just we're doing it for free, man. Point our way. But like, it's to me. So like, I can see like the sanctions and like some of these when it comes to like finance and investing or the energy companies or the travel, like airlines. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be fine in Russia anyway. During considering yeah. what's going on, um, yeah, I would, I would avoid it for now. <laughs> Russia, obviously, and Ukraine. But Eden's travel tips: new segment. Don't go to Russia. And Ukraine don't go right to now. two. Don't travel to countries participating in war. Well, one country yeah. is being attacked by the other, but you know, don't go to Russia. Yeah, but that's the end of Aiden's travel tips. It'll <laughs> be back. It'll be back uh, next week with Israel or Palestine. Which one should you go to? <laughs> Um, but some of these, I'm just like, so like, is the idea, like if the quality of life of the citizens suffer enough that Putin might stop doing this, I will tell you right now, I doubt it. Yeah. Because quality of life, it's a very first world problem to be upset. You don't have access to a streaming service, but like, that's what I see with some of these, right? Like Activision, Netflix, Paramount, Roku, Sony, Universal, and all of these, and even payment services, like people can't buy stuff now using these cards. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, again, like, for me, it's, it's a complicated issue because, again, like, it does hurt Russia's economy, absolutely. But and like, probably the fastest way to end this war is not with tanks, but with Putin just running out of money. But we're not really hurting the person at fault. Exactly. Well, you are, but you're also hurting the Russian people, too. And they, but they suffer more because exactly. at the end of the yeah. day, he's like, the, he's the top of the food chain in Russia. He can still get yeah. what he needs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and someone even like so like uh shout out to a cosmonaut Marcus. I think you're aware of him. Yeah, yeah, he's movie he's a YouTube right. I watched some of his stuff. He he did a good Suicide Squad video. <laughs> yeah, that is a good video. Um, yeah. but he like uh someone tweeted out saying Mastercard and Visa spend all the operas in Russia, and he said if they shit if they did shit like this to us, whenever our leader did war crimes, we would all be dead. Which is true. Like if mm-hmm. you are holding a people culpable for the actions of their leader. The leader is probably not the one suffering as much. Yeah, yeah. And I am a hundred percent sure Russia's elections aren't fair. <laughs> like oh, they definitely are not. Yeah, there's no way. Like people are, well, they voted for him. Like, sure, 
okay, here's another, here's a counter argument. If other countries really did not, like a lot of other countries didn't like Trump, but if they really didn't like him, like he was doing some fucked up shit to like the point where maybe he was being like aggressive towards another country. Like kind of like what Russia's doing to Ukraine, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of us didn't vote for Trump, right? And even the ones who did do not deserve to get screwed over because the no, person, no, you know what no. I mean? Yeah. It, it's little like of that sort of sins of the father or the sins of the child or what I fall onto the child, that sort of mentality. And that's a Batman yeah. reference. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't get it. Like I get it, but I, you know what I mean? Like it sort of operates in this weird area of like, I see what you're trying to do, but I don't like it. No, I, I do agree with you. I'm, I'm with you on that, honestly. Uh, like, so again, for me, it, it, it is complicated and like, there are certain things that do make sense. Like I, I get like BP or I, something. Like, yeah. yeah, I get the oil companies. I get like the airlines. I do get to an extent the credit card thing, even though it does screw over the people. But also, again, because it does have like the most direct economic impact, because people just won't be able to buy things. Which again, I like. I get like it, I'll say this as a war effort. It's probably like a very strong attack on the economy. Yeah. But it's it's also really bad for the people. Um, the entertainment stuff is silly to me, but like well, it's, it's it. a lot of virtue signaling, right? I mean, like, yeah, that's, I that's obviously I, I bet the Ukraine, like Ukrainian people, and like you know any associated yeah. entities appreciate sort of the acts of solidarity. Oh, right? of course. Yeah. I mean, Ukraine's being supplied with like weapons by like every country out. Yeah, there, and so it's like, I get the intent. everyone's like on the Ukraine side here. I get the intent. I just you know what I mean. Like I said, it's con- I just I mean like I feel had for people who just they don't want any of this obviously once again the people in ukraine don't want any of this and they're getting fucked over the most but secondary to them you know and obviously refugees and stuff but sort of secondary to all that is the russian people who are just getting screwed over not just in ukraine by the way they're i mean not in in russia by the way there's you know there's russian businesses uh, i saw it with restaurants in the u.s where um people are just like they're getting shitty reviews, they're not being treated yeah. well, like the restaurant sort of the people running the restaurant or whatever. And it's a hundred percent because of what's going on in Russia, Ukraine. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean that's also because we are a dumb people. <laughs> you know, we well that's like, lazy I mean, to me. Like it what is are lazy. You doing? I, I agree, but like it's it's because people in this country sometimes don't think. Like, you know, they're just like, it just feels like we've been like, oh, this is a monolith. This is our enemy. Exactly. Like, we see all of Russia as the enemy right now. Here you go. Russian, New York Times, Russian restaurants in New York City are being hit by cancellation, social media campaigns, and bad reviews online after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, despite most owners being openly into war and many coming from Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's again, this tweet someone wrote, I think, says it really well, where it says, if you don't have any coherent or principled politics, you end up spending your time acting out in blind, bigoted rage against random people just so you can feel good about yourself. You're not helping by doing that. No, definitely. Oh, man. It's, I get it. And the last thing I'll say is there was this OnlyFans thing where they, they, they locked the accounts of Russian OnlyFans creators. Mm -hmm. That made zero sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like a lot of them don't to me, but this one. Yeah, that, that's most. that's the one that makes like the least sense to me. They did restore their accounts because they probably realized how fucking dumb that was. Because Putin was not going to stop the war because the Russian sex workers were not. Yeah, are not making pay. their money. I mean, it's it's worse too because like it makes it like even more dangerous for 
And that sucks for them, by the way. They weren't doing yeah. anything wrong. They're just making money doing something like, you know what I mean? Like there's a service. Yeah, no, exactly. Providing it. There you go. You should be allowed to do that. And same thing with like a Russian kid not being able to watch fucking Netflix has nothing to do with the, you know, that's not going to, I just don't see how that does. I guess it's like the principle of the thing, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things. Where I'm not pro-Russian, but I do think no, it's a not. bit wild, some of them, right? Yeah, no, I agree. It's it, it's way too much. Like, I, I, I think, like, stuff like that, way too much, especially, like, again, like, the, the OnlyFans stuff, like, come on. Come on, guys. Like, that's just... That's just that was dumb, and I'm glad they walked that back because I was not doing anything. Uh, I think the one thing I mean, I guess for like for an action item for us is like uh, I don't think I I, I like I, I like you know I think very highly of our listener base, but obviously just like you know don't don't yeah. fucking go at like people in the U.S. who are of Russian descent or from Russia or from that region because some of them are from Ukraine as well or you know whatever mm-hmm. the case may be who are here and have livelihoods or you know whether that be a business or you just somehow like find out like a person like you meet is russian we yes, don't need to do know. this it was it i'm not saying these are the same thing right we're not going to do these struggle olympics type thing yeah it was dumb when china became a monolith when covid happened because asian americans suffered and it's dumb that russia is a monolith and now anyone who's russian is now getting screwed over in some capacity, whether that be their business. I haven't seen anything about Russian people just getting beat up on the street, but it will not surprise me if those headlines start coming out. Yeah. So don't I mean, do that like, stuff. Like it's yeah. not it's not productive. Donate or stay informed. You know what I mean? Like do your part to it. just like and obviously donating is hard if you don't have the money, and that's fine. But just keep up to date on what's going on, and that's kind of it. You know, maybe volunteer if you have time. Maybe there's a. You know, I've seen like I saw Lindsay post something about some efforts being done in Philadelphia, for example. So mm-hmm. you can contribute. And then if you just don't feel like you can, then just keep up to date on things and just wait. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with what you're saying on this. So thank. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I stand with Ukraine on this, but also like it's, it's a shame that the Russian people are going to suffer as a result. Of this yeah, too. Like, you can stand with Ukraine and not hate anyone who's Russian. Yeah, right, it is exactly. not mutually exclusive, but I mean that's kind of it. <laughs> the yeah. Batman and <laughs> you know, Vasant, I have I have something to end on like a little bit of a lighter note. Go for um, it. I I have an idea. Okay. Okay. So we we have we have it is about the NFL stuff. We have a few major stories, right? Uh-huh. Calvin Ridley. Uh, Carson Wentz, yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Russ, and Russell Wilson. Okay, four minutes on the clock. We spend a minute each. Rapid fire. Just rapid fire. What you think about it? Okay. Okay, let's go. Which one first? So we'll start with we'll start with Calvin Ridley. Then we'll break, and then I'll say the next one. Okay. Okay. So I'll go real quick. Okay. So um, first. Calvin Ridley uh, deserves to get suspended. You can have your players betting on games. His tweets are funny, though. <laughs> They're funny. Yeah, he's good. He's good at posting. Maybe because that we should give him a reduced uh, suspension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get why he's suspended for a year. You can't have any tolerance with that stuff because it fucks with the integrity of the game. Um, I will say, I think it is a valid conversation, though, to be like, he should get a year. I think that's fair. But it's also valid to be like, well, why don't people who, you know, for example, domestic abuse, why are they not getting longer suspensions? That's a valid point, and that's something that needs to be addressed, I think. And the other thing I'll say is the NFC South is the worst division in football. 
The yeah. NFC South is absolutely the worst division in football. Look at the quarterbacks and tell me it's not the worst division. Yeah, it just got worse. Uh, Calvin Ridley's very talented. He's going to have a great career after this, most likely. Uh, this is a very unfortunate road bump for him. That It is his fault. He shouldn't have been doing this. Yeah. But also, like you're saying, I would like to see the punishment fit the crime for other uh, delinquencies in the NFL. So just try and make things consistent, and that's a minute. All right, yeah. so next up, uh, Carson Wentz is traded. To Can we do him last? Numbers. We'll do him sure. last. So. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is he okay? So it was reported he got an ex- I haven't started the clock yet, by the way. Uh, Aaron Rodgers reported to have an extension, apparently, not like he is coming back in 2022 and probably longer for the yeah. The money hasn't been figured out, but he has even said he's coming back. Uh, so I'm up in the minute on the clock and go. My take's really simple what a fucking waste of time. <laughs> this all this drama and Devo yeah. nonsense just to come back. He's yeah. really, really good and really, really talented. He's also really fucking annoying. Yeah, no, I agree. He's I agree. the Kyrie Irving of the NFL. Yeah, I think it does make sense for him. Yeah, I think it does make sense for him to come back because, like, to me, I don't know what other situations would potentially be better. Denver, Pittsburgh's maybe. a risk, but Pittsburgh could be good. Pittsburgh um, could have been an option. Denver could have been an option, but again, if he didn't really like the system there, maybe he talked, maybe he was like talking with like the coaches there. OC really is the coach the there now. That's true. Maybe he hates his OC. That's a spin <laughs> zone right there we could look into. Uh, but yeah, maybe if he doesn't really like like Denver as an idea for whatever reason, he thinks Green Bay is the best choice. I think Green Bay is a good choice. Saying they have a really talented team. So, yeah, they got to work through cap hell, but yeah, so, he, he's annoying and it was stupid that he did all this, but I'm happy he made it. He's also he very right good. Choice, he's very good. Amazing. And uh, good luck working it out with Shailene, buddy, because apparently he's doing yeah. well. All right, next up, uh, Russell Wilson has been traded to the Denver Broncos. Go. I think people obviously look, it sucks when you lose like the best quarterback in franchise history. I think that's not a weird thing to say. I don't know the history of yeah. the Seahawks, but I feel like that's accurate. Um, but not a bad haul for them, honestly, on the return. A lot of picks and stuff. I know like, I will say you don't trust the office and stuff like that, the front office, but there's some mm-hmm. of the draft decisions recently, but not a bad haul. I like some of the, I like Noah Fant. I like some of the young talent. Drew Locke is like, hey, if he works, he works. If he doesn't, who cares? Who, um, who cares? Yeah. But Bobby Wagner, sort of a side, another thing, Bobby Wagner gets cut. So the Super Bowl era of Seattle is like over. There's no one left. It's the rebuild now. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And my last point is poor fucking Derek Carr, man. Hmm. That know, division he's... has Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. If Derek Carr is arguably the worst quarterback in your division, your division is a monstrous division because he's yeah. not even bad. Save Derek Carr, free Derek Carr. Uh, I'm surprised Pete Carroll's still there because they're entering the rebuild, but good luck to exactly. us, and that's a minute. Um, all right, so the last one, uh, Carson Wentz, the Washington Commanders. Should we put two minutes on the clock for this one? <laughs> yeah, you want. All right, well, we'll do, two, we'll, we'll do a minute, and I'll see if we need extra time for this one. All right, so go. <laughs> Carson Carson Wentz is now Carson the quarterback. Wentz being a quarterback. If you told me last year Carson Wentz was going to be a quarterback for the Commanders, I was going to be like, God damn, Carson Wentz is in the XFL now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when did the AAF come back? Who are the Commanders? Exactly. He's in the arena football. I have. That's it. My take is just laughter and how. He's going to suck. And if he's good, yeah. cool. But when he plays in Philly, I'm going to watch those. Oh, games. my God. Those are going to be funny. 
it's it, it, this is like okay Carson Wentz first of all has not been good for a few years now so this is unsurprising uh but he's been put into a weird situation here Ron Rivera is a great coach but Ron what are you doing get a better quarterback uh and it's, true, yeah. it's yeah it's going to be miserable when he plays in Philadelphia and he's not built for the NFC East that is a minute all right and that's our show <laughs> that's our show yeah all right. Uh, thank everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed the rapid fire takes at the end from us. Uh, hopefully we'll all be right about those and not wrong. Uh, be Carson MVP Wentz is going to be comeback player of the year with an MVP. <laughs> I wonder, I, I, I don't want to like talk about it really. I just want to say, I wonder what the yeah. Colts are doing at quarterback. So I'm just curious to see what that is. Maybe they're drafting, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Or yeah, it's a weird draft in- class to want to get a quarterback. But we'll see. Are, are they maybe going after Jimmy G? I don't fucking know anymore. Mitch. Oh, maybe, honestly. Maybe they're doing Mitch Trubisky. We'll see. Well, anyway, though, everybody, thank you for listening, as always. Uh, You're all the best. And uh, does not think anything to say to them before we head out? Not really. Uh, Go watch the Batman and take it easy. That's really good. Uh, Stay creamy. Stay creamy.